Welcome back to the Trees and Nylon podcast. I'm your host, Trees and Nylon, or Trees, or Nylon, or whatever you want to call me. And I'm joined today by the first two repeat guests in uh, the career of this podcast. I'm joined again by Arai2001 and Mad Mountain Man. How are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. And you, Jamie? Yeah, no bad, no bad. Good, I forgot what it's like to delegate on the on the to be like a moderator for people already i'm happy to say oh yes and you how about you sir how are you doing? <laughs> um cool well yeah uh the first the first repeat guests on the pod requires like a new format or maybe a new introduction of what this podcast is because normally um i talk to a guest i talk about trees and also nylon i talk about you know past present future i get to know the guests a little bit but we've already met these guys um, and if you haven't listened to their episodes, you can go do that. You probably don't have to, but it'd be nice if you did that. Run the numbers up a little bit. But um, yeah, we're just kind of just be chatting about the same two topics, but a little bit more casual, a little bit more, you know, what we're looking at, what we've been up to in the past, all that good stuff. Do you guys want to start with a certain topic? Do you want to, do you have anything that's front of mind right now that you want to talk about? Um. I don't know. If I'm honest, I want to get the, the trees out of the way. I don't have a lot to since the last one. Nothing's changed, so I kind of want to get the one out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been on any interesting hikes or have you been doing anything interesting since? When when was your episode? I can let me get get a check because I know Rai, yours was one of the first ones I did. Yeah. Actually, I think you were in like the top three, both of you. So it's been a few months. Yeah. Rye, yours came out in August, which is yeah. wild. Yeah, and then, I've done quite a bit since then. Yeah, Jamie, yours was in uh, like a, basically a month after in September. So yeah, it's been a while. So yeah, what have you been, what have you been up to, Rye? Uh, well, I went on my trip to the Badlands um, mm. since the last time I was on, which that was super sick. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just besides that, just some local stuff i've been really anxious for the winter to come because i enjoy going hiking in the snow a lot so it just snowed for the first time today actually so hopefully there's a lot more here soon yeah i remember um i was talking to you about it i'm lucky to get like one snowfall a year like yeah maybe one i remember like back in 20 probably like 15 or 16 no maybe even earlier but anyway um we had what we called snowpocalypse down here which is when it snowed probably like three or four inches and everything just shut down. Like uh-huh. no one could drive on the roads. They were not prepared at all. Like they didn't salt anything. I didn't think it was going to snow. Like people were abandoning cars on the highway and just walking home. It was what? wild. It was, it was really crazy stuff. Yeah. It was in Atlanta in um, like 2014 or something. And I, I like walked home from school. I would like, I was like helping push cars up hills because they couldn't get traction. Cause no one has like four wheel drive around here. Yeah. It was pretty wild stuff, but again, I'm lucky to get one snowfall a year, and I, I yeah. think that shows how grossly uh, unprepared we are. It's the same in the UK. Like as soon as it mm-hmm. snows, it just the country just shuts down. Like everyone, like I don't know, it's it's annoying now because obviously you've been working from home a lot more. So like, yeah, boys are gonna expect you just to carry on as if nothing's <laughs> going on. But usually, you get like definitely with schools and stuff, you get that day off, and like it's like good, you know. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That sucks. You don't, get, you don't get snow days anymore because everyone's working yeah. from home. Oh, I've thought about it already. <laughs> I was thinking I you take the good with the bad, right? Yeah. Probably just be working still. For real. That's pretty crazy because here, like, 
uh, three to four inches. That's like pretty average. And I mean, like everything's still up and running and everybody's driving and whatnot. And I mean, sometimes we get like a foot of snow and like one snowfall. That's wild. So, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely not down here. But I guess that's the difference between the almost the bottom of <laughs> the United States and the top of the United States. Yeah. Um, yeah, that actually surprised me though, Jamie, what you said about uh not getting snow in the uk because as an american i think that it snows all the time over there yeah well i'm i'm in the south so like i'm i'm right on the sea so like it's very rare to get snow. Ah, i see it's like yeah really salty but um no you you get it a lot in the cities in like london and manchester and stuff from what you see on like the news and stuff but like Mm. where i am it's it's very rare to snow like you'll get it every every couple of years but you get like a day of it it will snow like heavy one day and it'll last like a couple of days but that's that's it really like hmm. i'm trying to think when it last snowed it must have been a few years ago now that's really interesting because like latitude wise like even the bottom of the uk is above the entire united states except for alaska yeah it's just all like what it's like the jet streams or um mm-hmm. I don't know what, like the convection currents but yeah yeah it's it's been really mild today like keep it warm going into autumn now but it's been like 10 10 11 degrees mm. in the morning so yeah as an american i need to look up what 10 degrees celsius is oh, 50 no it's all good it's all good i think <laughs> I, I can check my analytics but i'm pretty sure a majority of the people that listen to this are from the uk anyway so it's only for me um yeah. but i can see analytics yeah, 49% of my listeners are from the UK. Oh, wow. So a majority, a large majority. And then we got 25 from the US, um, which is actually pretty interesting. I I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of cultural differences between the UK and the United States that aren't really talked about. Like every time I talk to, I have one of like the British lads on the podcast, I always like just bring up one little thing that I just never even really thought about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think that's the thing in like in America you get so many places so used to like the weather and like um the outdoors and like the hiking's just part of the culture. So like mm. it's it's sort of normalized, but like for the UK for so many people it's like become a culture, especially since like lockdowns and stuff, like people going out and about, like yeah. a lot of people in cities and stuff aren't on like exposed to it. So it's like sort of had that boom. But like for mm. a lot of the terrains where you guys are, it just seems it seems like everyone's just so like involved in it and stuff it seems like that right but it's really not it's really not oh, really no i think like it definitely had to surge when we were doing our lockdowns like yeah. going outside and i mean that's when i really got into it that's that's when i had the time to just like go camping and stuff whenever i wanted to which is really cool but i mean it, it really there's more now but it's kind of just the same people to do it that do it here that probably do it there it's just like people that enjoy the outdoors are going to go out and people that don't really aren't yeah strange that's where you get that perception of it though too because i was actually talking to um, my friend diego about it actually he's going to be on the pod he's already been on the pod when this has come out uh yeah. maybe you can listen to him talk about it then too but the perception of like when i think of people that live in the uk i think like it's a little bit biased because i most of the people that i follow are from there now um i just think about like you know you take five steps outside and you're just like in the beautiful like highlands or something like that you know and then compared to the u.s where it's like i live in the suburbs and i have to drive like an hour and a half to get somewhere and then but you guys all think like oh you're all you go outside all the time you have all these like yeah. beautiful mountains and national parks and it's like wow that's just it's wild 
yeah it's wild here's, here's another question like how far apart are you guys like huh <laughs> yeah, question. yeah uh like 12-ish hours i think yeah 12 hours of driving wow. probably jeez because that's that's the other perception is like I've, I've never been to us and like in my head like you just forget the scale and like how many time zones and like like you said you were saying earlier just the difference in like temperatures and terrains and stuff it's just I don't know you just completely forget it like yeah. as an outsider yeah um i don't want to i want to dox you i can bleed this part out bry but you said you live in minnesota right wisconsin wisconsin okay cool, yeah, cool. yeah. all right I've, yeah I'm, uh, come clean i don't know where that is <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like north but it's like yeah. on the border of the u.s and canada pretty much yeah yeah that's like a 13-hour drive for Jeez. me and we don't have like a nice rail system like you guys do. Yeah. So it would be a drive or it'd be probably like two hour plane ride. Yeah, about, yeah. Just about, yeah. But it is wild because like the size of the state that I live in is, I mean, I live like in the northern part of it, but I can drive for like seven hours and still be like seven hours down and still be in the same state. Really? Yeah, or probably like five hours down. But yeah, I can still be in the same state if I just take like the one road, the one interstate all the way down before I hit Florida, which is in the bottom. It's wild. Damn. <laughs> it's a big country. I never would have thought there was like a state that you could drive that long in and just still be in the same state. Oh, yeah. And I mean, California is huge. How many, how many days would it take to drive all the way down California? This is good. This is good podcast material. For me, it would take like probably like 30 hours wow. to drive to california or to drive yeah. from to drive the tip to, to the point to the end uh i know from like where i am to like la it's like 30 hours that's what i I, yeah. I think for me it's like a week <laughs> wow yeah this is like blowing my mind like <laughs> for me like I think it would, i'm in the southwest uh-huh. yeah like for me to get from the southwest um, where i'm in the uk to scotland i mean like i think it's like eight hours so like for me that's a long that that to me feels like a long trip but wow yeah i mean eight <laughs> hours is a long time to drive still yeah but let's see bro it takes 20 no 14 hours to drive across the whole state of california it's very interesting wow yeah for me to get well, there we there. go we're getting we're getting some education for the uk people out here that know yeah. like, nothing about like the scale and stuff that's <laughs> well here's the thing i used to live in california my uh so my dad works for an airline company and he moved oh, to atlanta because um uh it's like what is it hartsfield jackson is like the hub it's like the busiest airport in the world um not the largest but the busiest so he moved there so he you know just for ease of uh-huh. access but they drove they had to drive all of our stuff from san diego california all the way to georgia and it's like it took them like four days to do it. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's pretty interesting. I'm in aviation as well, so that's pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. No, he's a he's a pilot. He was in oh, the navy wow. and then he went to commercial after he ended his service. Yeah. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah, you said you're like a mechanic, right? Uh well, I studied, or something. Yeah, I studied to be a mechanic for like maintenance aircraft maintenance, but then I ended up going into design. Oh, like, very cool. Uh, yeah what we do a lot of is uh, modifications and mm. like configuring cabins and stuff so like i do a lot of mm. stuff on cad and 
also the ah. same thing like the legislation the paperwork behind like how you're installing it but mm-hmm. yeah just to skim over it <laughs> is it is it a lot of math or is it a lot more design oh um it's a lot more paperwork like okay okay the the balance of paperwork to actual like design, <laughs> it must be at least 75% like paperwork to oh. 25% like playing around on CAD <laughs> and doing engineering drawings and stuff, which is a shame because mm. like that's that's what I love. But but yeah, no, don't, don't believe don't believe the lies. <laughs> yeah. Uh my roommate is actually an engineering major and he just got an internship with a company that builds dams in like dangerous areas. So he's been he's been using CAD and I mean he's really just been doing paperwork because he's just an intern, but yeah, he he's I'm learning a little bit about that from him, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm just a lowly marketing major, so I'm not doing anything like that. Yeah, but at least that's more like relevant to to the scene, and like you can you can use that a lot more. And like you'd think so, right? <laughs> well, here's the thing about marketing is that it's basically just psychology, but for business. And it's like if you think oh, about it, yeah, if you think about it, it's like okay, like of course, like okay, I want to reach old people with this product so where are we going to put ads it's like oh we'll put up ads on like newspapers and like radio stations or old it's, it's just like really basic stuff like that it's really not that hard anyone can do it but yeah i don't know it's interesting it's still fun it's just hard to find a job because it's such a broad area of expertise you know there's so much you can do with marketing it's like you don't just want to i just don't want to be a sales associate for a company you're <laughs> not associate but like a sales representative you know what i mean yeah anyway that's enough about me um rye you mentioned your badlands trip have you been anywhere else exciting since we last talked not really no i mean just some local places i actually Mm. haven't really gone out like a ton lately i've just been super busy with work and whatnot and Mm. now that uh times change and whatnot for uh, the days are shorter, so when I get out of work, yeah. you know, it's already dark outside, so I really can only go on the weekends for the most part. <laughs> I get that. I'm, I'm like the same way. I haven't actually been outside in, well, since like the last time I posted that photo. It's been like almost a week, but I'm trying to see if I've talked. To, I don't think I've talked about going to Acadia yet on this on this podcast but I did. And it was a lot of fun. Acadia and Boston. No, it was after both of your episodes. That's, that's cool. So I can tell you both about it. Um, yeah, I went up to Acadia. It's in Maine. It's like the northernmost state in the continental US. And Acadia is a really, really cool national park uh, in near Bar Harbor, which is a cute little New England town. And sadly, it was like super, super foggy the whole time. But it honestly had some very cool hikes even when I couldn't see everything and some of like the most intense hikes I've ever done in a national park like there's there's one hike there called the precipice trail where they have um they have like a sign up it's like warning like people have died on this if like if it's wet do not attempt to climb I, I have it up here falls on this mountain have resulted in serious injury and death small children and people with fear of heights should not use this trail uh avoid hiking in dark wet conditions, avoid climbing down, use alternative routes. Yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. I literally had like iron rungs that you had to straight up climb, like not even like a ladder, like you had to actually like find out how to put your, your feet in there and stuff. It was like, 
semi rock climbing or bouldering, yeah. which is kind of cool. But I did. So the precipice is like the hardest one. That's the one that people have died on. Um, oh, do you want to hear like a sad story? I don't know if this yeah. is this might yeah. kill the vibe of the podcast. Well, but, sound so enthusiastic um, then, but yeah. <laughs> on the way on the way back, um, my girlfriend was looking up videos and like looking up statistics of these trails that we just went on because we we started precipice but it was it rained the day before and we weren't sure if we were going to do it so we just walked up to like the trailhead and the very first obstacle you come across is like this giant probably like 10 foot boulder and there's one steel rung that's just like jabbed into it and you have to find out how to climb this boulder with just one rung and we're like okay we're fine like we will just go no we'll do another one um but anyway, at the top of that one, there's like a sheer cliff that you're walking on and a lady fell off of it and they couldn't get rescuers up there and they couldn't fly a helicopter up there. So she just like literally like they couldn't save her. She just like bled out like on some cliff because they couldn't save her, which is wild. Like that's yeah. just insane to think about. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is the it is the wild. It is nature. But anyway, we didn't do that one. We did one that was similar. And there was a lady who uh, could not make it up. It was really sad because her boyfriend, husband, whatever it was, was, had made it up like the next set of railings and she couldn't, she like couldn't, she like, she was afraid of heights or whatever was happening. Cause like you're climbing up a rock face and you look back and it's just like cliff and like a straight drop down. And she was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like, no, come on. You got it. Just like being completely unsupportive, just like sitting down above where she is just like waiting for her. Um, and it, it gave my girlfriend some strength cause she was also scared, but she's like, I can't be, I can't be like this woman cause she's really going through it right now. But no, that was definitely a fun trip. And lobster in Maine is amazing. Very, very good. That's what they're known for. And I had a lot of lobster, very good time. But anyway, that's what I've been up to. Yeah, it's on my bucket list to go go there. I've uh, wanted wanted to go to that park for a while. It looks super sick mm-hmm. there. So. Yeah, it is super sick. It's a very good time. And like the town Bar Harbor, if you can find a way to stay in it, yeah, I, I definitely would. Because we stayed like five minutes out from the like real downtown area. And it was yeah. really awesome. Just like driving to town, eat some nice food. They got lots of... Uh, Wait, what is it? Blueberries. Maine. Maine has blueberries. They're like wild. They're not like the, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, GMO blueberries that are like the size of your thumb. They're like wild blueberries that are pretty small. And uh, they ha- they just like use that in like all of their baked goods. So it was, it was really nice. Very tasty. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Jamie, I'm going to come for you now. Uh, are there any hikes that you're thinking about doing? Because I know last time you said you were looking at some. And I want to know if you're still looking at them or if you're, you, you've got plans for them or anything like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Like, I mean, <laughs> all, all the UK mountains are still on my list. Like, yeah, I still, still really want to go for those. But um, yeah, I tried to meet up with some of the guys from All Terrain 95. Um, oh, nice. They, they were going to come down to like sort of where I am, like mm-hmm. the, the nearest county. But then we had to cancel it last minute. So we're trying to reorganize that at the minute. So I guess uh, that's something I've got in the pipelines in a minute trying to work that one out it's down in um cornwall uh at the eden project that's what we were oh that's very cool i ended up going anyway with my Mm -hmm. my girlfriend congratulations Um, (laughs) yeah but like yeah i think uh, i mean i don't know i don't know where else i'm planning to go but i guess something something like that with um with the guys from all terrain 95 
but yeah also definitely the mountains but i don't know don't know when <laughs> considering it's coming up to winter so if i've got no idea what i'm doing i don't know if that's a good idea yeah, i don't know maybe you just gotta throw on a couple more layers of uh arcterics yeah. and you'll probably be fine <laughs> yeah, bring a flare <laughs> bring a flare yeah exactly exactly jamie um, are you uh close to uh that one i don't know what it's called elho always goes there it's like it has the mountains and then there's like lakes oh. in the mountains what the the lakes there's the lakes district yeah yeah yeah. that place uh no i'm i'm trying to work out how far i am from there i'm thinking about like sort of like three four hours from there but i think i think elho's from the same um county as me in devon but oh Oh, he's missing in um, Dartmouth. No, not Dartmouth. Dartmoor. Oh yeah, yeah. Dartmoor National Park. Yeah, I remember. I remember asking him uh, a while, like a long time ago, like where he was from, that mm. he can, you know, hike all this stuff. And he's like, "Oh, it's right. just Devon." So I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, very nice stuff." So maybe he is oh, really? from the so area. Is, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty but, cool. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to any national parks in uh, the UK, so I have no idea. But I think they're up by Manchester, yeah? Um, oh, no, it's above Manchester. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, just above, like, so it's in Yorkshire. Probably going to get, like, loads of hate now. Like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's I'll cut it all out. I'll make it sound like yeah. you knew exactly where it was as oh, soon as I... do, because I'm trying <laughs> to shit right now. <laughs> Man, I need some, I need some saving uh i know fleece appreciation society or jack which is much more easy to say jack was talking about um you and him meeting up at some point oh yeah no he came uh, i think he's got some family in devon he came to like one of the towns really near me so we ended up like meeting we went to we went to a pub and had some drinks so that was pretty cool very cool yeah maybe maybe uh in the summer hit him up because he was he's been talking about wanting to get back out on the uh on the mountain recently and he's yeah. also feels very inexperienced with it so maybe that would be a good a good duo yeah well he, if he's inexperienced i'm i'm screwed because he's he's more experienced than me because we, we were <laughs> trying to do because he's right near wales so he, he said he's mm -hmm. been up to Madonia loads so mm. i think he'll be a good one and and also the all-terrain guys they go yeah. a lot so yeah speaking cool. of Speaking of the all-terrain guys, uh, this is kind of a weird segue, but I think it has nothing to do with trees or nylon. Um, one of the all-terrain guys, Kian, who you did the podcast with, was at the Travis Scott concert. I'm, yeah. I think I just like being taking the podcast down this episode. I don't know what's going on with me. It's just a lot of mean things are coming to my head. He was at that concert where like the people died. I had a I buddy who that. was there as well. Wow, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Where where was he in like relation to all of this? Did he see anything? Yeah, he said that there's like people next to him, and he's like, "Yeah, they're screaming for their life, basically." Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that is insane. I I hope something bad happens to Travis Scott. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think he said like he would cover funeral costs or something which is just like okay. the absolute minimum that he could do yeah. Yeah. um and then i know roddy rich who was one of like the headlining performers there said he was donating like his whole salary that he was going to get from the concert to the victims which 
if one of your headliners is doing more than the person who actually threw the yeah. festival, maybe that says something about you. Cause like, Oh no, he said he would give everyone a free month of better help. That's what right. he said. He said free month of better help, which is, Oh my God. Like use my promo code Scott for a free month of better help is what he said, which is so scummy. Cause he's probably getting a kickback on that anyway. Yeah. But uh, what did they actually do in terms of the concert? Because I know that they cancelled one of the days. Was there, did they carry it on afterwards or? I think it was only a two-day thing and they uh, cancelled the second day because it all happened on the first day. Right. Nah, so crazy. But like at the same time, the people who like physically organised the, the event, surely like there must be so like much re- um, like regulations and legislations that like, I don't know with like how many staff you need allocated to how many people and i don't know yeah well he definitely like it was it's not fully his fault because mm. like you know he's not the person who's like saying okay we need this many security guards we need this blah, blah, blah. he was more in charge of like a creative aspect of it but at the same time like it is his fault for the like he can't deny that he didn't see anything like he literally like pointed out someone that they were picking up who was unconscious like he saw how, how can you say you don't see an ambulance when you've got like a like a sky view of the whole thing like i just think it's really scummy i think i think travis scott's legal team is probably going to try to paint it off as like oh like the event planners did a really bad job and try to like throw it on them but like they definitely have they should have canceled it the second people started charging the gates without tickets which is what happened because like travis guy was like oh yes the ragers are coming i need all the ragers here immediately i don't care we're sneaking you guys in like all that stuff and it's like man you've really fostered this awful awful (laughs) culture where you're way too big to get away with it now you know didn't age well did it no because like one of my buddies went to a Travis Scott concert back in like 2017 here in Atlanta. And he was like, yeah, people were like, they didn't let us in on time. Like at seven on the dots, we just like broke through the glass and started running in. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. But like no one died. It was just wild. And like Travis Scott was like, I love that stuff. Like keep it up. And that was back in 2017 before Astroworld, yeah. before he became super, super popular. And now he just got way too famous to be able to pull that same stuff, you know, because it's just, he hasn't changed. It's, just, it's how he's always been. He's just never faced real consequences for it until now. So, yeah, I was at a Astroworld concert whenever I forget back when that was, but I actually went to two of them. Mm-hmm. I went to the one in my state and then the state over. I went to the one there as well. You see people, people dying or whatever. No, it wasn't that intense. I mean, there's like mosh pits and stuff, but yeah, but anyone like passed out or anything like that. Interesting. I'm just I'm looking on his subreddit, looking at videos of like everything. They just released an update. Someone else died in the hospital. Oh, really? Yeah. So what is that? Sorry, this is a ten people. Uh, let's see, nine or it's either nine or ten. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was that many. Jeez. An Astroworld planning document instructed staff to call dead concertgoer Smurfs and not use the word dead or deceased in the radio. Yikes. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Sorry, sorry to be such a downer this episode, but it's just what's on the top of my mind right now. Yeah, I haven't I asked. If you're gonna edit out. <laughs> yeah, I might have, I might have well, maybe in the past through I'll cut out most of it, but we'll see. Um so if we're done talking about trees and Travis Scott. We can talk about uh, nylon a little bit. 
Uh, is there anything you guys would like to talk about? Because I have some stuff as well that I would like to. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, one one thing I suppose would be like a couple of recommendations I want to run past you guys, like, because um, me and me and Roy were speaking about like hiking trousers and stuff, and I was wondering about like down jackets and. So like I thought it'd be cool if we like speak about like, like I don't know any recommendations or stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, for me personally, whenever I need to be warm, I wear a long sleeve t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I wear I have a Arcteryx Kyanite. I put that over the t-shirt, and then I put on my like Adam AR, and then I put on a fleece. Jeez, that's a lot. <laughs> and I've only done it similar, yeah. I've only done it once when I was in the Badlands um, last or two Octobers ago. I did that because it was like below freezing every day and it was really cold. Um, but normally, like if I just need to be warm, I'll put on like I honestly I layer up the Kyanite and AR a lot because or the Atom a lot because they are like pretty light. They're both pretty light um jackets and it's just like a nice base layer and then a nice down jacket that's for if it's like you know uh i don't know let me let me look up celsius real quick um 4.4444 celsius um or 40 degrees fahrenheit i've got a a leaf atom lt that's like Mm. my go-to for layering which is like i i mean that that sees me through most of the year, like with a Gore-Tex shell and like base yeah. layers, maybe it's a fleece underneath, like a like a um, half slip or something. But like what I was thinking was, because obviously you can layer up and stuff, which is probably best, but I was thinking like when it gets super cold, like over the winter, like going for a down jacket mm-hmm. and just like simplifying the layers and yeah, I don't know. I would say the uh, superior down jacket from Mount, uh, Mount Bell I have that one and it's nice for here in winter when it gets like super super cold it's still not enough and for when it's super cold I have a clatter moose in one that I wear but I still like layer stuff with that as well yeah because I mean you see you see the Montbell one like all over like one four index and L hole and the runs are all, like they look so good but like they're truly the time, they're influencers they're influencing yeah. everyone else to buy it <laughs> no they are because like I, I'm telling you now did you see the what was it was it high snobiety um they did that interview and like they were, oh they yeah were their autumn staples and stuff they they were saying about um they were talking about the montbell on there but they're also saying about a pair of um crag hoppers like hiking trousers and I, I actually picked some up i'm not gonna lie yeah i actually have a pair of those i got a couple like a year or so ago and they're very yeah. nice i like them yeah i managed to find some cheap with the um fleece lining just for like not like proper hiking just when you're like out and about and like yeah yeah they were recommending like all these pieces which is so expensive and it was just that thing that was like i don't know i think they were, they were the retail is like 60 dollars or something whereas everything else is like super high end and stuff and it was just that i just thought it was quite cool that like really they did throw in something that's like you know accessible you know is it only 60 dollars yeah they are about 60 dollars i believe it was the, the it was a classic kiwi kiwi yeah i have the kiwi ones and then i have the convertible ones too hmm i'll hit you back up and we'll see <laughs> nice oh yeah congratulations on getting 1k oh you too you too i know yeah, a while yeah. ago, but i'll, I'll shout you out publicly <laughs> no but i'm telling you now since i went on your podcast like 
I'm mm. sure that's like just after that, that's when I hit 1K. So, oh, really? Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm cool. almost there. I'm, uh, yeah, you're almost there. Yeah. You haven't posted I'm, in a while, too. Yeah, I'm at 978 right now. He just posted today. This is yeah, true, but I'm previously, the, previously he hadn't posted in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, those, I'm just looking at your page. Right. Those new balances, the Jown, do you still have them? Yes, I do. How are they? Do you still like them? Yeah, they're amazing. Love them. I've never been a big all black shoe guy. And I think it might be partially because of the scene that I'm in now. I'm coming around kind of hard because I think these are great. All black, like all black Solomons are also really great. I'm a fan of those. You know, these are navy, right? They are. Yeah, they're really dark navy. Hmm. Yeah. Are they like a navy and like a purple or are they just black? Um, they are. It depends the light they're in, but <laughs> like the sole is black, and then the like whole upper is a really dark navy. And it That's almost looks cool. They look cool because like they look like a worn-in pair of black shoes. Like yeah, yeah. Faded, um, faded navy. They look really sick. I really want to get a pair, but haven't picked up any yet. Yeah, I try to get them for retail, but I was in a waiting line and. Then they got Oof. sold out, and so I just paid resale. But it was like I think I only paid fifty bucks over retail, okay. so it wasn't that bad. That's not bad. The prices are good at the minute. I was I was in the queue at work, and then like like you say, like it just just didn't happen. Never yeah, happens with New Balance. Their queuing system is so rubbish. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I I didn't even try. I'm so broke right now. <laughs> Podcast has got to take off so I can pay off my credit card. <laughs> You need to get sponsors. For real. Yeah, yeah. For real. Um, Ali George Hinkins, if you guys know him. I was talking to him. He said yeah. he's been listening in on the podcast. Shout out to him. And uh, he said if he sees anyone appropriate uh, that's like reached out to him, he'll send him my way. And I was like, hey, I don't know if anyone's going to want to sponsor a podcast that has a thousand listeners, but sure. Yeah, send him my way. We'll see what happens. See if I can work something that's out. Crazy. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what good podcast numbers are. I just know that my previous endeavor of podcasting, I would be lucky to get like three. So I guess having an audience before you start the podcast is probably a good way to do it. Cause that's like, there's no way to organically grow a podcast that isn't through a secondary source. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the cool thing about your podcast is it's like, it's such a niche and it's reaching out to like all the parts of the community and like it's getting everyone involved in it. And like, it's, I'm sure like, it, it will grow more i'm telling you now like because it's such a niche it will yeah i just got to keep it interesting i just got to keep regurgitating the three points that i make every podcast to different people and uh you know someone will tune in every episode one new person and they'll hear that be like oh very good point trees in that one this yeah. is really good i should i should stick around i should send you some free stuff <laughs> <laughs> i should send you some free stuff i'll, I'll send you to sweden for cloud and i'm like oh that's cool yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah yeah. No, I want to ask about um, Clademusen actually, because you see, you see, like on Arcteryx, like on all the cuffs and stuff, you see like just a classic like Velcro, maybe it's on a rubber panel or something. But yeah. it's just like that's what I see as like a normal cuff. But with Clademusen, it's a lot of like um, external elastic cuffs and stuff. Yeah, they have like the drawstrings. Like, yeah, I was wondering how like practical that is in real life. If like you ever like catch it on anything or stuff, because that's what's put me off them, if anything. Oh, uh, no, I don't. I haven't ever caught it on anything before. And I think it works a lot better for like pants, especially for when I wear them with like boots, like you can really tighten it around the boot. 
So oh, okay. Yeah. Well. yeah. No, I need to. I need to get on them. I've never had a piece a piece of theirs, but like I've for me, either. that's that's just the thing that stood out to me is like on all the cuffs. But I guess if it's if it's not bad, then I need to get on it. Yeah, highly highly recommend. Also, <laughs> if you're looking for a good uh site, I'm gonna drop a good site for people listening. <laughs> uh, it's called uh Yahoo Auction Japan, <laughs> and uh, you can get a site. It's like a proxy site, basically. And when you go on there, it's basically like eBay, but you can find a lot of crazy brands on there for cheap. And I've got a lot of my pieces from there. And then there's a site called like Zen Market, and it's a proxy that will buy the item for you and then ship it to your country, basically. Yeah, that's that's where I got all that and wonder from like yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of pairs of pants. But, I, but the reason why I bought it all at the same time was just so then you just save save on the shipping rather than buying yeah. like one piece here and there. It's like Oh, I'll get a proper proper collection up at once and then like just save on shipping. Yeah, that's what I usually do on that site too. I end up buying a lot of stuff at once. Yeah. yeah. It's tough though, like with the auctions, like getting them all to end at the same time. So you don't have like have the, the stuff sitting at one place too long. Yeah. I just got another fleece from that site actually. I got the tequila gold retro X. Oh really? That was the yeah. thing. You were trying so... to get complete the set weren't you yeah (laughs) i got the maroon one the gray one and then that one and on ebay the other day ago uh i i showed trees i was um bidding on a uh green one and i've like never came across the green before and i finally did and i lost the bid by like two dollars so i was like super mad yeah that's then that same night i went onto the that site and i found the tequila gold one for like the same mm. price so i just oh, ended good. up getting that one instead the nice. tequila solved your problems yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you actually um gary gary flume friend of the pod gary flume um he got uh he was i didn't even know the pet uh, that what, what's her name uniqlo did this but they're like remaking kind of kind of i guess copying the flow of the patagonia retros like not the not the snap tees but like the retro x is that the one that zips up yeah 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 and he he said they copped what'd you say i've got one of those uniqlo ones because they they Mm -hmm. copied the original one with the horizontal yeah um, okay rather than like the vertical so they went to the classic one i think i got it last winter in like a olive green Mm-hmm. i also got one because they're both windproof as well they're quite good but um oh really one that they did like the rhythm fleece as well like a hoodie like a deep pile hoodie oh yeah this is they, they are windproof that's pretty crazy stuff they're only 50 yeah. bucks yeah Man, no, i really money i hope uniqlo doesn't get into any big scandal with like child labor or anything because oh, I, re- I really like their clothes and i think they do a good job yeah i wouldn't be surprised like with the price points because for, yeah. for what they do, it is good. It's too good to be true, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's dangerous as well. Like, yeah. so you get so like carried away on their site. Definitely. No, I just I got the um. I'm currently wearing the, uh, oh my gosh, white mountaineering. How is it? It's very okay. Here's 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 my here's the trees and island official review, <laughs> the white mountaineering uh beige snap tee fleece um it's very warm it's extremely warm but it is very very thin 
So like I can't wear it outside without another layer because the wind just goes right through it. But just for like lounging around, or even if I have like a nice layer underneath it, like even just like a nice long sleeve shirt, then the wind doesn't go through it as much, gotcha. but it's pretty thin. Yeah, that's how my uh, Snow Peak Boa fleece is. I just picked that up about two months ago or so, and mm -hmm. it's super comfy, but it's not windproof, so it sucks when it's uh, windy out. That sucks, yeah. yeah. I've got one of those as well, and I thought exactly the same thing. I remember looking at it, seeing like, oh, Polartec, oh, it's got to be windproof. I didn't even <laughs> think that like, yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. You wear it as an outlet, and you just get all this wind, like, mm -hmm. just like, wow. <laughs> yeah no i mean the uh what's it called engineered garment uniqlo uh collab that i got that mm -hmm. one that one is pretty much that's very solid i think it was the same price point too but that one's very solid that's like i haven't had any issues with wind or anything with that i could wear that as like one layer and be pretty warm most of the year is that the um, uh patchwork one where it's like yeah fuzzy? yeah yeah oh yeah, those super sick too well, what'd you say jamie are those windproof as well then? That's cool. I don't know if they're windproof. It might just be low wind <laughs> that I'm in, that I'm <laughs> testing it in, but I've never had an issue with it. Like it's always mm -hmm. kept me warm. And that's a big reason why I was excited for this collection too. Cause I mean, I know Uniqlo makes good stuff. So any, any nice fleece I'll buy. <laughs> Let's see if there's, I don't know. Um, actually, Rye, I was going to ask you a question. You said you got the Snow Peak bow fleece. Yeah, yeah. How much do you know about Snow Peak? Because I have some questions about it. I know a decent amount about them. Okay, cool. Was it a clothing company first or was it an accessory company first? I believe they did uh, like cooking gear first, I think. Okay. And then they transitioned so. into uh, the clothing. I believe so, yeah. As well, yeah. Yeah, they do like tents and stuff. I was going to get yeah, a tent yeah. from them actually a while oh, really? back. Yeah. How much would that be? uh for the singular person one i think it was like 200 bucks but oh. i ended up buying the tent like a lot of hikers have which is the msr tent. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was a little more but it's a two person and it has some more room so oh nice yeah i just have a uh rei half dome which i don't yeah. know if you have uh, i go to I, I go to rei all the time i get some of their stuff too <laughs> they make good stuff as well yeah, I think I know uh, Cam came on the podcast. He works there, so he's uh -huh. kind of biased, but he said that REI Co-op, like the brand that REI makes, is pretty slept on. Yeah, and it I is, agree. For sure. They make some nice clothes. They make some very good gear. Like um, the REI Flash 22 bag is my go-to bag, like at all times uh, for just like a day pack. Yeah. And it was just like 20 bucks good stuff I, I brought it camping i brought it when i would do like overnight camping trips a lot which was crazy looking at it now because i could carry like nothing um but yeah it served me well it's done a good job light portable this is an rei ad come and sponsor me i'll be the first gorpcore influencer to be sponsored by rei that'd be cool i'm the only one that lives in the united states except for rye and archive of kyle and cam and he works there. <laughs> yeah one of them works there so he's disqualified no, I think those pieces are the best though. When you can get something that's like super cheap compared to mm. everything else, and it does the it it functions just as well. Like those little yeah. gems that they're always so good to find. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I could buy an osprey bag that's like the exact same material and same like holding capacity and all that, but it would cost like 
80 bucks or something you know yeah I have just for the name brand back. do you like them i mean my dad swears by osprey so that's the brand I, have, that I know i have two of them i have like the i forget what it's called it's like the one like everyone has it's like the daylight i think yeah i just yeah. use that for just like you know day hikes or whatnot and then i have like a 50 or 60 liter one which is what i use for like backpack oh. uh, camping and they're very nice and i like them because they come with a rain cover built in so if it rains then your pack oh, doesn't get wet that cool. is very cool I've, i saw the um the gorp core elites wearing actually uh i think i cut it out from the episode but me and uh fleece appreciation society try to come up with a name for this like group of influencers uh i can't remember it was if i left it in but we came up with like our gorp knots like the argonauts um <laughs> That's a good it, was, it was his yeah. it was his idea it was his idea and then and then when he was looking it up more he said they're they're trying to find the golden fleece which is also funny um <laughs> but anyway i'll just call them the elites uh the ruling class of <laughs> the gorp core scene um they were all in Sweden with Clodomusen and they all had like the exact same backpack with the rain cover. And I was like, maybe I should invest in one of those because I do not have a rain cover for a backpack. It is mm -hmm. worth it. Yeah. I mean, even just for like last time I went camping, um, it rained. But the, the biggest issue is that like um, the, the dew point and then the condensation from the rain, like all of my clothes were just damp, just like a, oh, a yeah. little bit damp. Like all my gear was a little bit wet. We're like, it was still under the tent. It was still covered, but like it was just kind of uncomfortable. And I think I could easily avoid that with just some sort of cover, you know? Yeah. That's the worst thing when it's, when it's damp, like you can never get rid of that. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, one time I was, it was the first time that I brought my friends out camping to like the Smokies. Cause I had been up there a couple of times, uh, but I hadn't, I, it was with other groups of guys. And then, it was this like main group that goes like day camping and all that with me for a little uh, trees and nylon lore for all of you out there. But um, the first time we went out, I have this big like eight man tent and we, it was five of us and we were all in one tent and um, we set up the tent, but we didn't set up the rain fly. Oh. No, no, we set up the rain fly because it's supposed to rain, but we didn't uh, stake down the outsides of the rain fly um so what happened was the rain would like drip off of the rain fly into the tent and it was like so the tent was wet the, the bottom of the tent was wet but then after that it got really hot so it all heated up and it all went up to the top of the rain fly where it couldn't escape and it just condensated and then dripped back down into the tent so everyone's stuff was completely soaked so it was like a three-day trip and we spent the first night just standing by the fire with all of our like sleeping bags trying to air them out I remember one guy just like slept on the floor. I gave one guy my dog's car seat and he slept in my dog's car seat <laughs> for the night because everything was just soaked. And they like they had cotton sleeping bags, so they couldn't um they couldn't dry that out by the fire, but everyone had like nylon or whatever sleeping bags could. But yeah, that was a real that was a real fun experience in hindsight. It was uh as my friend says, there's like three types of fun. Type one is fun of the moment. Type two is fun when like you're looking back on it. And type three is just like never fun, but like you just for some reason think that it was. Um, and that was definitely type two fun where looking back, it was like, yeah, that was, that was a good experience. But in the moment I was trying to sleep and I was like, everything was wet. I was like, God, this is awful. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the trenches right now. <laughs> you like the war. Yeah, for real. It was like a war. 
Have you guys heard of um, Mystery Ranch for backpacks? I have not, no. I, I looked yeah. into it. I like the design, but I have the um, Arcteryx Beams. It's the Sebring, I think is how oh, you say yeah, it. Yeah. And it's super sim similar in the uh, design concept, how it opens on both sides. So Yeah, oh, yeah, that's I've the thing. I've got, I've got a couple of Mystery Ranch ones with like the Trizit, um, mm -hmm. which is good. Uh, I use it for like work as well, so... It's pretty handy for that but they've also got like an adjustable harness on it um some of them have got like a i think they call it a future harness and that's really good because then you can like dial it into the contour of your back and oh. then they're really comfortable like with a load so those are worth checking out oh wow yeah i've never even heard of these before I'm trying to think where they're based it um, sounds like an american brand no they're definitely in definitely in america um U.S. shipping only. They have warehouse locations in Montana and I Washington. See. So I think they'd probably be founded in one of those two places. Yeah, but they, they do a lot of um, military packs as well. So Yeah, I see it on their website. And like fire crews. Mm. Yeah. Hunter no, packs. Yeah. Yeah, the one I use, they there's a there's like a, a forum and a website called Carryology. Mm -hmm. Um sort of like look at loads of different backpacks and stuff. It's like it's pretty good. Um that's that's how I found out about them. But they did a collab with Mystery Ranch. Um I'm trying to think what the model's called. I think it is oh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look <laughs> it up. I just looked it up. They're from Montana, actually. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Have you ever been to Montana, Ray? I have not. I wanted oh, to go out there. You gotta get out bad. there. Yeah. You gotta get out there. I mean, yeah. you're pretty close. Uh, yeah, maybe I want to go. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty close because from where I'm at to the Badlands, it was like a 10 hour drive. Oh, and wow. I think it was like another, another four or five hours to get there, I think. To just Montana or to like, because I know most of the national parks are out like by oregon wyoming yeah probably a bit area. more than because yeah. yeah let's let's look up let's look up from i've never been to the tetons but i've been to glacier and yellowstone and both of those i mean yellowstone's more mostly in wyoming it's just a little yeah. bit in montana yellowstone but... i know it's like a we were looking into going there as well and it mm -hmm. was like a 17 or 18 hour drive Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's worth it. It's really, really pretty. Um, same with Glacier, but Glacier's like basically at the Canada border, honestly. Yeah, I want to go up to Canada as well. Like British Columbia mm. looks sick up there. Banff, Calgary, Jasper. Yeah, that whole area. My mom's been up there and she said that the Canadian side of the Rockies is a lot prettier than the American side. Yeah, I follow one um guy on instagram i don't know if you guys follow him his name is aiden brown um, yeah i just lives, recently followed him yeah he lives there and it looks crazy from the stuff he posts like all the mountains and whatnot up there and then there's like a bigger page as well um i don't know how to say his last name but it's sean petite i think something like that ah yes yeah, the organic lab giveaway yeah <laughs> he's from around there too yeah people 
people love that guy what does he do he he's like a skier or something yeah he skis and then he hangs out with some other guy um he was commenting on uh when you had gary on the guy he asked a couple questions uh, um hamish k martin hamish i had to look oh, it up hamish. before this okay. uh, yeah sorry gary i didn't know how to pronounce apparently they're friends but hamish yeah yeah he's friends with uh sean as well and he's from there too i believe from good old canada yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been up to British Columbia. One of my dad's friends uh, from the Navy moved up there afterwards, and they have like this beautiful house, like overlooking this giant valley with like a lake. I was only like, man, I probably wasn't even a teenager yet when I went there. But even then, I was like, this is very very cool. I would love to live like this eventually. Yeah, it's so sick there. Very nice. Very nice. Have you ever, do you have any plans to go up to Alaska? I would love to, um, mm -hmm. probably in the future, for sure. I'd like to go to like every main park in the United States oh, throughout wow. my life. That's like a goal of mine. See, that was a goal of mine as well, until I realized there's some like, some real whack national parks in the United yeah, States. Yeah, there is, there is, yeah. There's like one park that's just like a hot spring, but it's, let's get this, Jamie. It's a hot spring, but it's in a house. It's just like a hot spring in a basement of a house. And that's a whole really national park. Not. Yeah. It's called like, it might just be hot spring national park. Need to look um, up. It's, it's yeah. Uh, national parks map. Let's look this up. Yeah. Hot springs national po park in, um, <laughs> I know I was going to drive to it. Cause I was like, all right, I've been to the Smokies. That's the closest park to me. There's Congaree which is like a, a wetlands type thing in South Carolina. Yeah. And then like everything else is on the tip of Florida. And I don't want to drive like 12 hours to get there. So I was like, okay, yeah. Mammoth Cave is close and Hot Springs is close. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go like camp out there. And it's just like in the city in a house. <laughs> it's just not even a national park. How many national parks are there in the States? I believe oh, there's on. 63. Oh, wow. You got your work yeah. cut out for you then. Yeah, I've been to... There is actually 423, it says. Okay, okay. That's including national forests and uh, like protected protected land or whatever. I think like the 60 is like the main ones, which is like the yeah. ones I'd want to see. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like national like battlegrounds and national forests and national like wildlife conservation areas and stuff like that. But yeah. How many are there in the UK? Do you know? I'm going to have to look it up. I do know. <laughs> damn this guy's a poser he's been on the podcast um, twice <laughs> yeah you know it uh, I don't know. <laughs> national parks in uk trees have you ever been uh on the appalachian before of course yes that's um that's where i mean it starts in georgia good old georgia and uh i've done the approach trail which is uh like a couple miles to actually get to the appalachian i've hiked like probably five miles on it and then the spot that i always go to for like overnight camping trips with my buds is on the Appalachian. Oh, nice, so I, I'm, nice. I'm there quite often, which is nice. Cause it's kind of just like lawless country. Yeah. <laughs> There's no park rangers. There's no campsites. It's kind of just set up a tent and don't burn anything down. And we'll, we'll, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can camp wherever you want along the whole thing. Right. Yep. It's all freedom to roam. As I learned what it's called from, uh, from Jack, which nice. is like, 
when I started camping, that's all I wanted was like, I wanted to just not pay for a campsite. I wanted to be away from people and just like go wild camping. And I couldn't find anything near me. Like I was on subreddits, I was on forums. I was doing everything I could to try to find an answer. And then my buddy was like, oh yeah, we just got a spot up on the Appalachian. I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that? That's so easy. Yeah. I've thought about just like, honestly going out into like an area that's not for camping and just taking the risk and doing it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause still for like wild camping around here, you have to pay for like a permit and whatnot. Yeah. Which is okay. But mm-hmm. I don't know over by you, Jamie, isn't there a lot of wild camping you can do? I don't know. I've like, a lot of it's private land so mm. i don't know i don't really know what the the law is to be honest so gary know. said gary said to me that everywhere he goes but it's like his main spots that he goes when he goes camping is private land but he just like asks the person and they're like oh yeah you're like you're fine just like clean up your mess is yeah, basically that's what the, I thought the about deal too because there's a lot of like country land where yeah. i'm from and i've just thought about going up to the people's houses that are on the land and asking like if i could pay them like a small amount of money to camp there for a couple of nights but mm. yeah i mean yeah, you, get, to, you got it, jamie you get loads of camping sites in the uk that are literally just like flat fields like mm. just paying i don't know how much to pitch a tent and then like access like water and stuff but ah, yeah. access to water is big i'll say in in the u.s like in national parks and stuff uh campsites are like 17 bucks a day for like a, a true site with like yeah. no no water but you have like access to like a bathroom or something and like right. a spigot somewhere on the campground i have a story like, related to that kind of too for yeah, water yeah. when i was at the badlands um the main thing we wanted to do is wild camping and mm-hmm. you were there so you know it's like super dry there and there's like no water around anywhere mm-hmm. and i went with my girlfriend and we both had to carry these uh basically like big packs of water i think it was like they hold like 10 liters or something like that oh wow so that's like i think it was three or four gallons almost in them Mm -hmm. and we had to carry them in our packs like the whole time and we probably walked like (laughs) 15 miles in wow So our packs are like 60 pounds each so it sucked but that's insane yeah i go ahead okay uh (laughs) it was like in the 90s when we were there so we had to drink a ton of water and then like have some for cooking and whatnot so it was pretty brutal yeah that is insane yeah because when i was there it was like below freezing and i had that's 32 uh, celsius by the way um (laughs) i had uh i had my like nalgene like 32 ounce and then i just had like a water bottle just like a normal whatever 16 ounce water bottle and i was fine because i think i hiked 20 miles i was only there for a couple days and i hiked like the giant one that goes throughout like the whole park yeah i can't remember the name of it and then i did just like some of the smaller ones just for, like sightseeing and stuff like that but it was too cold to want to drink a lot of water yeah also when we were there as well um we when we set up one night it was our last night there and mm-hmm. we were just chilling in the tent and making dinner and then all of a sudden like in the distance i heard something like coming through the trees and I look and there's like a big buffalo literally Whoa. 15 feet away. And it kept oh getting gosh. closer and closer to <laughs> us. And it was like up to the point where it was like 10 feet away, five feet away from like our tent. And I was just wow. sitting there. Yeah. What do you do in that situation? I was honestly a little bit scared because yeah. I don't want to get charged by it or anything. So I exactly. just like sat there. That's terrifying. Cause like yeah. you definitely can't take that thing. 
no yeah and like it's kind of it'd be scary to chase it away too because like it could charge you you know yeah wow that's pretty i've never had a close encounter like that the closest i've gotten is uh up in the smokies me and my friends were on a hike one of my friends was like leading point and he turned to like a corner and then immediately just turned like right around he's like we gotta go he's like what and he's like i just saw like a cow it's like what he's like yeah i just saw like 12 cows walking ahead of us i was like you're lying so i turned the corner and i just see like a branch like shake i was like okay well this could be like anything i don't think there are cows up here he's like no we gotta go they're gonna like trample us they're gonna trample us and we were going through switchbacks where it was like every turn was like a blind corner and every turn he's like i feel like i'm in vietnam right now they're just gonna like <laughs> charge down the side of the mountain and kill us and then we find out at the top of this like 15 mile hike or nine mile hike or something that there's like a just a, a ranch at the top so it was quite possible that there were cows on this trail but it was a pretty steep incline and i didn't we didn't see any like we didn't see anyone else we didn't see anyone at the top it was just us i have no idea i don't know maybe they got out loose but that's that's the closest i've ever come to like an animal encounter like that i'll send you guys a few pictures right now i have of yeah that. My like closest encounter was I was walking doing like one of the local coastal walks. It's not even mm-hmm. a close encounter, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's like raining, so I had a head torch because it's nighttime, so there's not a lot of visibility. And I was walking down this like really steep path, and all of a sudden, I see like loads of green lights like shooting past. And mm-hmm. I realized I was that it was just like a bunch of sheep just came out <laughs> of nowhere and just like all I could see was the green, green lights from the eyes like reflecting. Oh, wow, it's like. I, I just like didn't know what to do. Just all these sheep just started running <laughs> in front of me. Like, Jesus, it's funny. I've had a couple like very, very like tame encounters where like there was a black bear in the Smokies. I was just walking around eating berries, and that could be scary. Um, but she, I mean, in national parks especially, unless the bear is like eating a person or like super, super hungry, like most of the time um they just kind of don't care like they know that humans aren't going to hurt them so they just pay them no mind and so she was just kind of walking along with her cubs yeah and that was pretty cool and another time there was a moose that actually walked onto the trail i was in the rocky mountains and there was a moose that walked like probably five feet away from us like we were walking up a trail and it was like off to the side and it came onto the trail and walked down the opposite direction from us Wow. And so that was pretty wild too. And there was like some guys that like stayed back and like followed behind it to take pictures. I was like, damn, you're going to get kicked. And that's going to hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah. Very, very cool though. Cool encounters. I know I haven't, I haven't seen a grizzly bear in the wild or a wolf. I don't know if I want to, but I think yeah. it would be cool. Yeah. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just think it'd be a cool thing to experience. Uh, when my girlfriend was in, the glacier in Yellowstone. She went up there last summer and she saw, she said she's completely desensitized because she saw so many bears, which is just wild because I've never seen like a real grizzly bear before, but they were just like wandering all over. There's one point they were on a trail alone and like they heard like definite bear noises and her dad was like, all right, we got to go check it out. They're like, no, what are you talking about? No, of course not. But yeah, no close encounters, thankfully, but also sadly. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have anything else you want to say, Jamie or Rye? No, I just um I just looked it up though, and there's 15 national parks in the UK. Oh, nice. Ten of them are in the UK. So the the biggest ones, uh, Lake District, then Snowdonia, uh, Yorkshire Dales, South Downs, 
Peak District, then right at the bottom is Dartmoor and Exmoor, which are like sort of near me. Nice. You got to get out there. I don't know if they're going to charge a fee like they do in the US, but... Yeah. No, I've been to Dartmoor a couple of times when I was younger, but mm. I've been meaning to go there, but it's I just... Yeah, it's been so busy. I just mm. I just need to like set a time and just go like... Yeah. When did you start working for this company? Uh, so I, I worked for an airline. Well, I okay. like, sort of trained through a college at an airline yeah um, for four years and then i got a job there and then they went bust uh march 2019 like right at the beginning oh. of the pandemic wow. but then this company took us on in march uh set us up in an office so like i've been working for them since okay. so i've only been working for this company like not not too long mm-hmm. yeah i get that you gotta you gotta keep up the appearance you can't take any days off or anything now because yeah. you gotta well, you gotta stay I'll- vigilant i've had the last week off because i've got so much <laughs> like i'm so busy i'm just running out of holidays so i just put the last week off and i literally just done nothing like <laughs> i mean that's nice that's nice yeah i feel like i never have time to do just nothing nowadays because yeah school is right around the school's ending for me right around the corner and i've already i've slightly mentioned my troubles with finding a job but it's hard man because everyone's hiring because of the labor shortage in the United States. Mm. And I, I put quotes around shortage because uh, people just aren't getting paid enough and they finally realize it. Um, listen to the backcountry archives for my rant about socialism. But um, uh, yeah, I, I just, these, these positions, it's, it's very hard to find jobs, especially like jobs that I am interested in. Cause I really want to stay like, I don't want to just work in a cubicle and just crunch numbers all day. I want to do something mm. creative. And so I want to do something like, I think the ideal job would be like a market research position. Um, Cause I kind of did that uh, uh, for a previous company and that was really sick and I'd love to do that. And like, you know, data mm-hmm. analysis, you make a lot of money. So uh, some guy messaged me um, the other day asking if there was actually two people have in the past like month asking if there's like a discord or like an Instagram group that people are in that they can talk about gear or um what did this guy say specifically he said um okay here it is said he wanted to have a discord chat for like deals and outdoor tips and stuff and i was like well i made a discord when i first joined like august of last year and it was good for like a month and then after that everything just kind of broke down and then event like someone posted the uh the oh man what are they called broken arm solomon's that curation techniques in love with someone posted those those ninth peroxide if you guys follow him but yeah it's just like it's been inactive since april oh what what is discord Um, is that like for gaming like uh yeah, it's most it's mostly gamer. It's mostly gamer related, but it's kind of like, do you use Slack or like Teams or Zoom or anything for your work? Use Teams for work, yeah. Okay, it's basically like if Teams was really easy to use and wasn't uh, okay. the worst thing yeah. ever made, where like uh, you have different text channels where you can send things, and then you have voice channels. It's basically like the most intuitive uh, mm, platform for like a lot of people to talk online. 
But yeah. like you said, if you don't know what it is, a lot of people don't know what Discord is. So they just like don't use it or they'd rather use Instagram messages. But like, yeah, I don't know. Discord's a lot easier to use. That's the thing. Really like, you speak to so many people on Instagram, you like lose the messages and like yeah, you're always like I don't know showing someone something or like they're trying to sell you something, and then you lose the message or forget who it is. It's like mm-hmm. it's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, Rye, would you use a Discord if I if I booted it back up? Yeah, for sure. I have Discord. I would definitely use it. I'll download mm-hmm. it now. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole process. They they're very big on security, but I mean, if you guys would be down, it's called. I can like. When this episode comes out, I think I'll name the episode uh, the Gorp Core, which is like C-O-R-P, Core. Okay. The Gorp Core. <laughs> that's, like, uh, that's the name of the actual Discord. And I'll, I'll just I'll throw a link up. Because um, it, was, it was nice while it lasted. Like, let's see. Some of like the OGs who are in it. <laughs> There's like Ali Weir, if you guys know him. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yala.jpg is in it. Uh, Seth, a uh, Rory, Rory Griffs, who's like the Orienteer Mapazine guy. Oh yeah, wasn't he just on that trip to for the? Yeah, uh, he was. I, think it was I the didn't. Guys behind the magazine went. Yeah, exactly. I only knew about um, Rortex, which is like his uh, more personal personal page. Yeah. I don't know what he uses it for, but I didn't even know that he had another account, so I followed that. But he was part of it uh luke bird the photographer guy uh yeah it's just like a nice little mix of people um and it's literally it's completely dead now but it was it was active for a few months and i think that if we just got a lot more people it would be um it'd be cool so it was so funny because um me and me and rye set up like a group chat ages ago well it was rye that set it up Uh but we had like loads of massive pages in like literally everyone Mm. like do you remember what you yeah i was part of that i was part of that and then they all just started posting like memes and stuff and we were so like i was like i couldn't believe it because i thought we're gonna get like all these insights (laughs) like yeah everything and then they they just started posting memes and stuff all the big pages just dropping like flies i literally started messaging some of them to apologize to be like i'm sorry about that like that's so funny it would have been so good to have though wouldn't it that would have been super sick yeah I, I mean, they don't, like dropping like flies is pretty, it's a pretty good uh, yeah. way to put it. Cause I remember I stayed in it for a while. Yeah. I because, think yeah, I just wanted to see what would happen, like how yeah. it would, how it would fall. But I, I assume, Rye, was it just you that got everyone into it? Yeah, mainly. I think me and Jamie mainly got most of the people yeah. in it. Okay. The message, yeah. So, like, loads of people, we ended up both just messaging the same guys. Like, I'd message uh, they'd already messaged nice. Yeah. yeah. But I just remember seeing like one of the first ones to go was like Organic Lab. He was the first yeah. one out because he was like, yeah. I just like, peace. I'll see you later. I don't think he think he left a message, but then like curation technique was like, yeah, don't have enough time. Advanced Rock doesn't have enough time. Like El Hold doesn't have enough time. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. Just all dropping because we yeah. like 200 messages within like 24 hours. Such a yeah. shame. That would have been so good. It would have been crazy. But I mean, a lot of them do respond via DM which is good but yeah that would have been really wild to have all that so maybe we just do it again and we refine it <laughs> and don't add the people that's discord or is your only discord yeah it's just it is nice to just like have a community of people that like want to talk and want to like talk about releases and stuff like mm-hmm. that so yeah. and it's not on facebook because i don't use facebook so 
I know there's a lot of Facebook groups that, that do the same thing. I've got some, I've got some questions. Oh yeah, like, go ahead. I was thinking, because like you, you always ask guys questions and stuff and like <laughs> yeah, everyone, you, all your guests to like speak about like what they want and stuff. But like, uh-huh. I've got like two questions. Like one, like what have you guys been picking up? But also at the same time, mm-hmm. like what are your dream, dream collabs? Like if anything can happen. Oh, like, dream collabs. That's good. Yeah, That's good. Well, that'd be a good one. I'll let you go first, um, Rai. Uh, for recent pickups, um, uh, let's see, that Tequila Gold, um, mm-hmm. and then the Clattermoosin Addle, I think is how you say it. It's like the down jacket, one of the down jackets yeah, yeah. they make. And uh, besides that, I haven't really got anything much else lately. I've actually been trying to sell some of my stuff that I have that I don't really wear a ton, and get some newer stuff i'm after a mm. rhythm fleece from patagonia but they're quite pricey so <laughs> yeah um i'll go next with my what my my most recent pickup has been this uniqlo fleece and i think that's it i don't think i really bought anything else recently um again i've been very broke so I've, i haven't i haven't had the the funds to really buy anything um and then my dream collab hmm right do you have an answer already because i i might need to think oh, i've, I've really thought known. about what my dream answer would be because like okay okay i know and wonder collab with Sal- salomon mm-hmm. but like imagine if and wonder collab with like new balance and stuff and did like a 990 with like oh. those reflective stitching and like that would maybe be sick elastic and stuff i thought that'd be pretty cool but also like slam jam are really good with collabs but i realized that they've they've collabed with like new balance and stuff as well but they never collab with salmon so mm-hmm. yeah um you got me thinking now you got me <laughs> thinking i would love wait i need to like look around my i need to look at my gear give me a second yeah yeah that's what i'm doing too <laughs> i'll still be able to hear you won't you won't be able to hear me talk Oh, I think I got one, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to go with probably Snow Peak and Salomon. Oh, that'd be a good one as well, because yeah. they've done the new That's what I was going to say. To see them with Salomon, that'd be sick. It's funny because exactly we all pick people say. who have either collabed with Salomon or <laughs> new We want them to go with the other one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got to be a shoe, right? Yeah. It's got to yeah. be a shoe. I was thinking either snow peak solomon or like like something really wild like osprey and like i don't know you know what else is just cool like some see? backpack company yeah you guys both follow curation technique right yeah, yeah yeah you've seen the mock-ups he's done of solomon's before right uh-huh yeah, yeah. cool to see like cool. something like that actually come into existence yeah yeah that'd be wild yeah No, he's um he's done some very nice mock-ups. And I think honestly, him having like an ASICs shoe, like a gel burrs or something, would be oh, wow. would be yeah, yeah. sick. That would be beautiful. That would be a full a complete circle of like post beginning his page posting about um like the ace the Kiko ASICs. Yeah. And then uh he gets a Solomon or an ASICs collab and then he just kind of stops his page. So yeah. that'd be cool. It's crazy because he started off with like loads of A6 and like uh, 
what else like salmon then slowly like there's just been introductions of other brands like on running and like what else like you got those um jam new balance and yeah i have i have stuff so what's your thought of on running because i have an opinion that i don't think a lot of people share i have a pair um i like them they're nice but obviously mm-hmm. they're meant for running, which I don't really do a ton of. I do yeah. some trail running here and there, but they're a good like everyday shoe, in my opinion. Okay. Jamie, what yeah, do you I've, think? I got a pair of um the cloud benches um before they revised them. Mm-hmm. And like it's the same thing. They're 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 really good for like trail running. But for me, I was just wearing them daily and stuff. So like the tread wore down pretty quick. But I wore them just like walking on trails and stuff and like just sort of like casual hiking in forests and stuff they're pretty good for grip and stuff but the, my only complaint was that they they wore down but I, that's my fault because i wasn't wearing them in like where they're supposed to be worn like i was wearing them for work and stuff like that yeah i would say my um my my hot take for the episode is going to be that i think they're not actually good shoes and we just got influenced really hard because I think they seeded pairs to like all these big guys and everyone yeah. wore them and then everyone was like, yeah, these are cool now. But I see through it. <laughs> and I, I noticed that like literally the only people wearing on running shoes were like uh, new money families living <laughs> in my area, like 30, 30 year old uh, like tech bros and then like old people. Which, yeah. to be fair, they also wear Solomons. But at the same time, I was like, nah, I'm not falling for this one. I'm not going to fall for it. And I tried yeah, to make I tried to make a, a mimesis, um, like, you know, the little Instagram thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I tried to make, like, one of those posts for it. And I was like, these colors, like, aren't that cool. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about it. And that's, I think, where it all started was, like, I don't know. The like tan and or like the beige and dark green one is nice. Like an all black shoe is obviously nice, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely better options. I would have to say out there. Yeah, no, I I must admit I was sucking into them because of like everyone posting them I was like oh they must be good, and then like <laughs> I thought oh I've got them they're so comfy because like you can wear them all day. Don't get me wrong, they are super comfy. Like your feet don't get tired. But then I thought like oh I'll never buy another pair of XC six, and then now I'm like because uh, I sold a couple of pairs and like, now I've just been buying them back and like I've gone back to XC6 again mm. well have you heard I don't know if you listened to Gary's episode but he had a very hot take which was La Sportiva is above XT6 or Solomon yeah, just in general I agree with that as well wow I, I have never La... owned a pair of La Sportiva yeah me neither but I will agree because what he was saying about the quality of like Solomon and XT6 is right I had a pair where the soul split but I just contacted the warranty and they were they were good to sort it out. So okay. even though the quality might be a bit questionable on some of the pairs, because like I wear mine urban, so they're gonna wear faster, but they're still yeah. good to sort it out. So hmm. yeah, I've never um I guess I wear my XT6 solely for like urban, like you were saying. But yeah. then my like XA Pro 3D, I don't know if it's just an XT6 thing, because I think Gary said they were like too firm too firm on the ground like too hard bottomed um i don't know i think i have to buy la sportiva now and, and try it yeah, out. i just yeah. think solomon's look so much prettier mm. that it, is true it's like that staple like the salomon advanced line i think that was like so 
I guess revolutionary with like the gorgor like scene as well. Like that became like the date and what everyone wanted. But I think the problem with those was the midsole is quite soft. So like for me, where it was because I was wearing the Marvin, like I guess it just was too much friction rather than wearing the one trail. So like, that's where it peels, like between mm. the midsole and the outsole. I know yeah. that XT6 and XT4, I think if you read on their website, they're meant for trail running as well. Yeah. As where mm. like I have, and I know I think Gary has the same ones as me, just a different color, the Ultra uh, Raptors gloss board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are more meant for like actually hiking, I believe. Yeah. They do a lot of like approach shoes as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wear my Salomons for just like urban use. So. Well, I do wear them on the trail, but it's nice to have something that covers both bases. Like yeah. you can wear for for either. Cause like I've got so many shoes, so like getting something that covers both bases is, is always good. Yeah. Which is sort of what I thought the on running would do, but I don't know, the soles wore a bit too quickly for me. I haven't worn mine a ton yet, but I would agree with that. They do kind of wear pretty quick. Mm. I have no idea. I wear like super cross four or something for like my actual hikes those are the um the xa pro 3ds i had the supercross the palace ones but the the treads Ah. like they started breaking off oh really yeah because yeah just just wore them so much but like also when i first got them like i'm trying to think when they dropped because it might even been like 2018 or something but like I did wear the Mervin as well because like, that was one of my first pairs of Salomon. So like the tread just slowly broke off and I've got some of the like the tread missing on them. So I learned my lesson the hard way. Ah. Yeah, my yeah, go to's no. go ahead. Yeah, you got it. Oh, right. my go-to is usually my Arcteryx boots or my Salomon boots, just because they're both uh Gore-Tex and mm-hmm. they like hold up super, super well for like any hiking. Mm-hmm. You've got the Bora 2 boots, haven't you? yeah i have those yeah it's a shame they discontinued those because those are really cool that you can like to de- de- detach the liner in them can't you yeah and then the other boots i have are the xt quest boots from salomon which they discontinued those as well yeah. oh yeah those are the ones that curation technique always posts yeah they're, they're really cool pair yeah i think one more four index has got them as well yeah i believe he does what do you guys think about the Joe sanders club it's going to be a little while um before this one comes out so for for uh what's the word for context yeah the joe sanders club came out like last week ish Mm. so it's still relevant for us to talk about it even though this will be long after it came out i mean i found about it like when we were doing the last podcast i found out about just before that and like it didn't didn't take my fancy then even when like i was looking at it because i don't know i just thought it was going to be too experimental like, I, d- I don't know, people were really excited for it, but for me, it just seemed too experimental. So, yeah. like, when it came out, it makes complete sense. Like, I think they were, I can't, I can't remember what the, the numbers were like, but I think it was saying, like, $1,300 for, like, the standard Gore-Tex jacket. It's just, like, it's just inaccessible. Like, even the Palace ones, like, they're just, even those are sort of inaccessible because of the prices and stuff. So never mind, like, a Jill Sanders one. Like, I don't know, even when I, before I knew the price, I knew it wasn't for me. Like, it's not something you could wear, like, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not a huge fan. Um, it looks okay, but for the price point, it's, like, definitely not worth it because basically for, like, a third, even half of, or half of that at the most, 
uh, you can just buy a normal jacket from them that probably performs better and whatnot. And I kind of thought that if they were going to collab, they maybe should have done like villains instead, um, just mm-hmm. because that's more of like a street wear type of Arcteryx jacket. So mm-hmm. I think it would have went better with that instead of Arcteryx. Interesting. The Valets yeah, take I haven't heard before. Because, yeah, I guess like a lot of mm, – here's the thing, though. Jill Sanders is already really expensive as a brand. Yeah. yeah. And Valence is expensive as a brand. And you combine two expensive brands, like their soft shell jacket was like – their hard shell was like $1,700 already. Mm-hmm. How expensive would it have been if it was Valence instead? Yeah. You know? That is That's true. not – that's a good point. What if Valence did collapse? Have they ever done collapse? I don't believe so, no. That would be sick. The see. only collab, well, it's not really collab, just like the Rebird thing where they oh, made yeah. the old jackets and made them into those pouches and stuff. Rebird, yeah. Oh, Rebird is sick. It'll be cool uh, to see more of that. I think there's a Gamma MX and a Thorium AR coming in the Rebird. Yeah. I heard well, it's kind of season, but I've not seen anything about it still, so I don't know what has happened. Back in 2020, September of 2020, um, Cheeto and oh, Valence. Oh, yeah. Had, that one it, was their, it was oh, their first the collaboration. Paint? The spray paint one, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which looks really sick, but yeah. um, I'd love to see Like you say, it's about, just unaccessible. But... Like, for I me, I don't own any Gil Sanders. I know I can't afford it, so I need the collab. Like, exactly. It's not, I'm not the target audience. And they're all sold out, too. Mm, it's nuts but for them if you make an article or an article gets made that says like oh this jacket's really expensive like the high pcs are just going to prick up and it's just going to make people buy it isn't it yeah yeah i don't know i mean i respect it and i like a lot of what's uh what's going on with the collab like i love the designs i like the um interpretations of the jacks that they've done but at the same time like the price point is way out of my what <laughs> i am still going it's okay that's i jumped so high uh i started like like 4 through 30 yeah yeah you can take her if you want you can try to take her i don't know what she wants from me but she won't leave and she keeps whining that was terrifying <laughs> Is it your dog or your flatmates? What'd you say? Is it your dog or your flatmates? It's mine. But what dog is it? I can show you. <laughs> She's on my page a lot. Her name is Mimi. She's oh a yeah, Pomeranian cool. Husky mix. Wow. Yeah. You know, say hi. She says, "I want to get some food." <laughs> yeah she's cute she's almost three but she's still a baby yeah you cool you're just chilling up here now um anyway what were we talking about you're talking about the jill sanders Sanders, club um sorry jill sander i keep i keep saying the wrong Keep an I guess there's also cool, like any other collab has always been existing models, like with the palace and whatever. But like yeah. with that, with the price point, it was cool to see new pieces and like leather and stuff like that. It's like justified, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a new model, well, a unique model and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's cool to see rather than if it was just an Alpha SV that's had the leather leather panels and stuff. Like I don't know, 
it's like they're trying to pull the wool over rose <laughs> <laughs> no definitely i think i mean it, it was a cool collab at the end of the day like it's very cool that they did it and i think they're a really cool collaboration um an episode that hasn't come out yet my friend diego said he would love to see it be like an ongoing thing kind of like supreme and north face which i thought was <laughs> interesting where like each year they come back and like they reinvent a silhouette or they do this they they reinvent a garment or they create something new yeah. and they just keep coming back to each other well here's a here's a thought because the salomon and palace stuff that's ongoing mm-hmm. and palace sorry salomon's part of i'm a sports or aim a sports which is okay <laughs> yeah yeah and that came out last november mm-hmm. or december around then so i wonder if we're getting another arcteryx and palace club it wouldn't surprise me if it happened just because like so me me personally i wasn't the biggest fan of the collab because like I think I understand where it came from because I, I listened to the Throwing Fits episode with the creative director where he was talking about like he was a skater growing up and like he saw kids wearing Arcteryx and they were skating because like skaters have kind of influenced street fashion or not kind of they have influenced street fashion a lot. Um, so I mean it was cool on like a creative director level but besides that it kind of seemed like a step in the in a weird direction I won't say the wrong yeah, but, like yeah. in a weird direction for Arcteryx because like their whole yeah. thing is minimalism and like not related to hype but related to like quality of gear and all that and then you just take like all of their pieces are basically just like Arcteryx logo palace logo giant like enhanced image you know yeah. on like a shirt or a jacket or whatever and it's it's also interesting because like you said the the Arcteryx like primal like features its functionality mm-hmm. so for it to be targeted to skates it's such like a, a weird I don't know crossover but yeah. it's in a weird direction, but I think it will be cool to see more of because, like, I remember the time I was, it, I thought, like, uh, it would be interesting to see where the scene sort of goes with this. But I, I mean, I think, I think it only grew like positively. Like, it, it's not like there was, it's not like it's ruined the scene or anything. So, oh, I think definitely not. Because it, it was also I, cool pieces they did, like an Alpha SV, like, that's the top yeah. of the line. It, it wasn't like yeah. some kind of accessible. It was like, the the flagship model you know yeah no definitely i think like honestly ever since um well really when i saw virgil abloh and his little runway show style bella hadid in the arcteryx i was like okay this could be a problem this could be an issue yeah but then you know after that there's been like you know lil yachty is wearing solomon's and arcteryx travis scott's wearing arcteryx like uh frank ocean's wearing arcteryx like I don't think anything bad's going to happen. I don't think this scene is going to get infiltrated by like hype beast or anything like that. Mostly because I think the hype beast culture in itself is pretty much dead. Um, I don't think there's a lot of room for them anymore. And like main, honestly, I think Travis Scott is the one who killed it with and Virgil Abloh kind of tag teamed it and just destroyed it. I think, yeah, more so Virgil Abloh where he like did something just so counterintuitive with it. Like it was so weird to see. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say something I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah I, I just think I think it's like and Supreme also getting bought out by the Carlisle group and then getting bought out by like another holding company like all that stuff I think it's just kind of it's become super super corporate and it's become super like non-authentic yeah 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 but like going back to what you were saying about like yeah so Drake was wearing the well drake posted a picture it must have been i guess when it released like in 2016 wearing the be uh, mm-hmm. the beans 
and so many people like whinging and like gatekeeping and all that stuff it's like yeah. so like, when travis scott was wearing this stuff it's like well what's the difference like you know mm-hmm. but i don't know no i agree and like it is a rain jacket at the end of the day <laughs> yeah. so like, it's really hard to gatekeep a rain jacket yeah. that's it's like you deep, can go like, buy it right now just a jacket like I yeah don't know. and there's no hype around it like anyone can go buy it arcterics isn't going to sell out of betas as long as it's not a like collab or anything so like you can just go buy one <laughs> there's nothing stopping you it's like you you can't go buy a box logo unless you're going to pay like resale you know yeah. that's the thing i will gatekeep like leaf and stuff because yeah <laughs> so many yeah. people post stuff thinking it's leaf just because it's green and it's like oh come on mm-hmm. like on grailed and stuff so frustrating it's like really i didn't i have yeah. i've never seen that on on anything like deep off ebay grail people are like oh yeah it's really rare like arcterics <laughs> jacket and it's like no like it's literally just a green a green beta you know, <laughs> like, that's on. funny now i'm on grail looking at arcterics try and find one leaf style oh no this that's one says leaf leaf style adam ar it's not actually leaf they just call it that because it's green <laughs> that's pretty funny it's like this this guy started making like loads of bootleg patches and stuff oh really it's really weird bootleg leaf patches yeah so strange no you see that's it all tough. the time like i don't know that that brings out my inner gatekeeper i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you know who brings out my inner gatekeeper hidden.ny oh just kidding i go. won't talk about him i went in i went in hard i did my interview with uh diego yesterday and we both went in hard on him so <laughs> yeah did you see like the um a couple of i don't know when it was it must have been a couple of months ago they did like trail jackets or like track jackets and it was like a nylon half sip shell yes yeah, like nylon uh, track jacket uh track and he has that solomon collab as well i don't know if it's ever dropping but is oh, that yeah, real though no it's real it's real yeah because uh, a couple people I saw he sent them out to to test no. them. See actual pairs, yeah. Well, not no. in person posts. That's yeah, the so... one X before. Solomon just club with anyone nowadays, huh? <laughs> Trees and nylon. Man, please give me a shoe instead of this guy. Yeah. I honestly would yeah. have chosen the same colors. Yeah, we'll get curation technique on the creative directing. For real. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's a nice shoe but I don't agree with what it stands for. Yeah. <laughs> what it stands for is a man who just posts like dunks and celebrities wearing bape all day and then gets a Solomon <laughs> shoe because he learns how to pronounce Arcterics. Like, come on. Well, biggest thing is why are they white? You know what I mean? Why would you make for, white, white trail shoes? For a guy like me. Because <laughs> the only Solomon XC6s I have are the white ones with like the cool oh, really? tab in the middle. It's like red, yellow, and blue. Because they're I sick. I did have the white ones with like the blue um, bit on the sole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, those are cool. And I've I've just got a bunch of pairs recently actually, because like I got rid of those because they're they're just getting too muddy. So like I've finally got some darker ones that you can wear and actually get dirty and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, I mean he's very successful. I like I like his I like some of his clothes. A lot of it's very, um, boring. But I like some of them. Yeah. I don't like him co-opting. I don't like all of these like 
mood board accounts co-opting the uh, like Gorpcore wave though, <laughs> because it's only growing, which is very interesting. That's I've talked about before, but it's very interesting that like these people aren't going away, like L hole and all of them, like they aren't stagnating. They're only getting more popular. And that means that the style is only getting more popular, which means that all of these like undercover Osh and hidden and like all those like types of people see reverse for care. They're all just going to start wearing more and posting more about like Gorp core, which is annoying to me. Cause it's like, bro, go hike something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird to see it being hyped, but like, end of the day there's so many grails out there like i remember that the one of the first grail well the two grails i had like when i first got into architects was the the leaf alpha lt and the beams patchwork and i remember when i first looked i thought i'll never yeah. be able to afford these <laughs> like a year and i got them in like within a week of each other and then an oshman's wow. as well. i think it was last december or something like i was looking for over a year for them and then like within a week i'd bought like all of them i was like damn <laughs> Yeah, that that are that beams beta SL is like the grill. I think that's everyone's grill when they when they first get in because it's so but, cool looking. Why would you make out of pack light though? It's so annoying because like it's just it's just pack light. Like oh, okay, I love the jacket, but it's just a two layer Gore-Tex. So like if you're wearing uh, the whatever, it will, I don't know. Like it's like not winter. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, it's a it's a beta SL. That's like the second lowest, or the yeah. lowest like tier of like. Yeah, I think SL is before that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Some of the FLs used to be Gore-Tex Pros, but like the the anything pack light, I try to avoid it unless it's unless it's the patchworks. That's the only time I'll get pack light. Ah, uh, yeah, it's still it's still like twelve hundred bucks. I prefer really? the livestock one over the beams one. Yeah. I would oh man, I really wanted to get the livestock, but I got the beams. And then I thought like if I got the livestock and the beams, they're like too similar. So I got yeah. the beams. It's like a different paneling, but the same color. So I felt I decided like getting those two pieces, then I'll never have to look for a livestock. Like because oh, like, never come up for sale. I have that beams, the collab from that um, drop the backpack, and I really like oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, didn't you post with it today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got one. the nice. I've got the waste pack from that the, um, that collection. That one's sick. But I really wanted the separate, or have you said? Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm reading I'm reading uh, comments on the livestock Arcteryx collaboration, and some guy said. Um, Prada does it better, technical luxury with a little bit of edge. Don't want to look like a tool from San Francisco. And then Gavis Prada said, there are no tools in San Francisco that know what Arcteryx is, let alone livestock. This is performance gear that Prada can't even touch. And the guy responded said, Arcteryx valence, only so many ways to cut ripstop nylon. Why do idiots want to live in cold, rainy places? I don't get it. <laughs> That's so funny. That's hilarious. This guy's responded to like every comment with something like that about how he hates this collection so much that's that's pretty funny oh. stuff <laughs> but yeah that was a grail but it just like they just never come up that's got to be the hardest one to find yeah i reckon when they do come up too they're like two thousand dollars wow what's the most you've ever spent on a jacket Ooh. Ooh, uh, good if we're talking about in general it would have to be my capital bandana jacket 
but if we're, yeah if we're talking about a hiking jacket then my uh leaf uh leaf which, yeah the arcteryx leaf <laughs> i think i paid about the same for both of those how much did you pay if you don't mind um, i don't mind it was like a thousand oh okay yeah. oh wow. okay quite a bit how about you, but Jamie? those are like two of my grails yeah, yeah. For, for me i'll only ever pick up something if it's cheap like mm. i'll never pay retail for anything so i tend to pick up a lot of my gear like second hand or oh, wow. on sale or whatever but i think the most i, I spent was on the palace alpha sv mm-hmm. but i no longer have that I end up selling it on <laughs> in the end it's nice. like i i wanted it so bad and like i'd never had an alpha sv before and like i got it yeah. it's just too thick like it just didn't uh. work it's designed for sub-zero temperatures, so it's got like the durability and um, what do you call it, like the winds, water resistance for yeah. like that condition. So like for me living in the UK, it's just absolutely pointless. Like I wanted it to work so bad, but it just didn't. Uh, for me, the most I've ever spent on a jacket is my beta. And that was only 400 bucks because I got the whole discount code thing. Is it the but, AR? Uh, beta AR, yeah. Nice, nice. Nice. See, I gotta keep my dog. Keep talking though. Act like I'm not, not here. This is the one thing I don't get. Like, I mean, for me, I don't get why beta AR is the most popular model. Because like the the hood system's got like a built-in collar. Yeah. So like I get it. So when your hood's down, you've got like neck protection. But for me, all my mid layers have got hoods. So like if you've got a mid layer with a hood, then like that collar bit, your your hoods of your mid layers just get in the way. So like I've never owned a beta AR. I'm all alpha AR. That's that's what I'd rather get. Well, you see, your first mistake was uh, buying things with hoods because I own almost right. nothing with a hood except for my beta yeah. AR. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but like <laughs> mid layers with hoods is so yeah good. yeah, like. I don't know. I always try and get them with hoods. So like for me, the beta AR just doesn't work for me. But like it's so annoying because you get so many, you get so many more colorways and like mm-hmm. the colorways are so much nicer. But for me, like personally, they just don't work. Like I just never understood why they're the most popular model. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I think we'd have to go look at a lot of other stuff. And if you guys don't know, and you guys are like walking encyclopedias of Arcteryx knowledge. I, think I have a then... decent reason why. Uh-huh. Just because, I mean, AR stands for all around, so it's like a good all around shell jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I understand all around because like I've got an alpha AR, but it's more so why people go for the beta with the the weird hood system as opposed to an alpha. I know That's well true. a lot of people choose it because of the pockets, because everyone complains yeah. about the like, alpha pockets. But for me, I don't put my I won't like rest my hands in my jacket pockets. Because like all the seams are welded, so if you do that, uh, you'll probably like damage it. I've always had my yeah, hands mm-hmm. in my like trouser pockets, so like for me, the alpha like chest pockets they work for me. Because then you just store stuff; you don't put your hands in them. Huh. Interesting. How about I'm not in a uh, and water jacket, dude. I'm I'll be honest. I've been drinking these uh, white cloth surges that are eight <laughs> percent alcohol. And I'm a little drunk. Um, with the I, and water jacket. Uh. How deep are those pockets? Are they nice? Like an even? Do you have an event or anything like that? I don't. I would love one, but I've got the top fleece. 
and the pockets on that the coziest things ever it's like an insulated mm-hmm. half fleece half oh. um, like a padded jacket and like the, the pockets on it are so like padded and warm like when you put your hands in those they're like really really nice it's like super like plush very cool very cool yeah I've like I said I've never owned anything from them I think partially because I'm really afraid of like spending that much money on something and it not fitting me because I didn't like do my measurements right or I've I haven't felt it I haven't actually put it on I was I'm just afraid of that really what size do you wear and you um depends this I'm so the white mountaineering was oversized so I got a medium and it fits me well I also bought a large though yeah I would say a two or a three would be the size you want that's so intimidating to hear you say numbers instead of (laughs) (laughs) because um you'll get like two pieces the same size like i've got two pairs of size three pants one's really short and like really tapered and the other is like a good fair few inches longer and the waist is wider and the cut wider they're exactly the same size it's like oh man i don't know (laughs) and like like, size up too because from everything i've read online like Mm. people say like Oh, like Japanese people oh, yeah, are like yeah. smaller. So yeah. usually size up too. Well, here's the, first, the thing. Yeah. I have been to Japan. So humble brag. Oh, wow. But uh when I was there, me and my buddy, uh, he was doing study abroad there and he um he wanted to buy a bape shirt. He never bought bape. And so he <laughs> went to like the flagship store there. And uh um he was like, well, I usually wear like a large. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get you like a double XL. Because if you are large in American size, that's so much larger here. Because like a small for them. Like if I was wearing a small, I'd be wearing like toddler yeah, toddler sizes. Yeah, it's the same with like the Japanese North Face. Like I remember buying some piece. I can't, can't remember what size it was. And I got it. And like, I just didn't think that it'd be a different size. And like, oh, man, it didn't fit. And I was like, so disappointed. <sighs> that sucks yeah that's that's my worst nightmare that's why i'm not gonna be doing that yeah it's it's tough because like i say you get pieces the same size and like they cut different and yeah you just got to get measurements it's the easiest way um all right what else do we have to talk about uh any more collections or collabs or anything like that, that you guys are excited for besides the one that jamie said that i'm gonna bleep out um i don't know like i haven't really seen anything upcoming that's caught my eye but i don't know i think brand wise there's um i don't know trying to think like what i don't know hang on (laughs) yeah take some time take some time think about it yeah i haven't really seen anything collab wise lately too much coming out yeah i don't know about like upcoming pieces but there's a lot of brands that i haven't tried before that i really want to try like especially like you say like japanese stuff like i don't know what it is there's just this facade around (laughs) japanese stuff that is instantly elite but like yeah like well they make good uh, stuff they make very good stuff just like in general they care about what they make a lot it's the attention to detail as well i find yeah there's um there's a store in the uk called this thing of ours Mm-hmm. which i think you guys would have seen before they get shared around those but they they always get they like curate their brands really well like they get a lot of stuff which otherwise you can't get in the uk like like come is it comfy outdoor garments yeah 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 from them yeah oh yeah you got that down jacket yeah i have never bought anything from them <laughs> no like they've got this um 
this rain jacket and like the zips diagonal i think it's called like a zap uh what's it slash or something that looks yeah. really I guess that's something I'll keep in my eye. But there's also another brand called Tate on Bros, which I've I've been trying to what appeals to me is stuff that's like almost unbranded, like subtle stuff, like like leaf where you're not like associating it with a brand, but like I guess like Goldwyn as well. Like they're not just plastering logos all over it. Like it's it's about the the design and the pieces and stuff like that. So I guess mm. those brands like but yeah, there's one called Tate on Bros, which are a bit more subtle and like I think they use um, Polatech Neo Neos or whatever shell, like their raincoats and stuff. So it'll be interesting to try, and an event, some sort of event. Yeah, an event would be sick. But I want to go back. I think there's a store in New York called like Nepenthes or something like that, oh, where yeah. they have, or I think there's an Anamica even in New York. I just want to go try one on. I just want to oh. try it on, see how it fits. I'm, I'm a guy that likes to to see, especially with brands like that. Cause like Stone Island, I didn't want to buy Stone Island until I tried it on either. Cause like, I know they have like a military type cut of all their clothes. And I was like, I just want to be sure. Like, I'm pretty sure based on their website, I could wear this, but like, I just want to double check. And yeah, I, I want to definitely do that for Inwander too, when I have mm-hmm. the money to buy one. Yeah. The best thing to do, I think as well is if you're buying it, like not from a store, have a look around on Grailed or eBay or Depop or like any selling platform where someone's got like the same size and the same piece and then see if, see if they've posted measurements and stuff. So then like, even if you're buying it, like you say from like Yahoo auctions or whatever, mm-hmm. you can like find the same piece and see how it will fit. Yeah. Cause like yeah. for me, there's nowhere nearby that sells. Them. <laughs> I think there's a couple of places in the UK, but like nowhere nearby. Mm-hmm. Well, nearby to you, nearby to me, when I say in New York, I mean like a 12 hour drive and nearby to you is like, yeah, it's nowhere close. It's like four hours away instead of three. I'm like, okay, all right. (laughs) Different places. Oh, no, I get it for sure. I get it. I don't know if I have anything else I want to talk about with you guys. I think we've hit the big three that I wanted to to mention. Um, Before we head out, would you like to shout out some pages that you enjoy? Or not, would you? This is a this is a demand. You have to shout out people that you like looking at. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like this page, um, Pile of Patties. Uh, he just mm-hmm. posts like pictures of Patagonia basically laid out on the ground. And actually, I just started another page uh, like two oh, yeah. weeks ago. It's similar to his page kind of where I just post different garments on the ground. <laughs> garments on the ground. <laughs> That should be your strap line. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Garments on the ground. What is it called again? It's called outdoor, outdoor uh, garments. Yeah, outdoor garments. How'd you get that one? That username. Yeah. I don't know. I was really surprised that it wasn't taken. Yeah, that's what I thought when you told. Because like I remember when you saying up. Like when I saw it was called that, I was like, damn. Like surely that's been taken already. It's like a, it's a yeah. good name. Like. Oh, and you've got Ali George Hinkins commenting on it already. Yep. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. That's how I know it's a sign because he only follows like 29 people, but then he like views my story every day. So as long as you're on his radar, you're yeah, going yeah. places. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so that's cool. Uh, uh, let's see. Anyone else besides yourself and the pile of patties? But we'll round it out in even three. Let's do that. Three each. Oh, um, 
don't know how you say his name. It's like R Pity, I think. It's R P I D D Y. R Pity. Okay. Yeah, I like his account quite a bit. Classic, then... just a classic. Oh, oh, I like this Arcteryx. Like, I don't know what this is. Like screen printed Arcteryx too. That's pretty sick. Anyway, yeah, I like that page. Um, yeah. How about you, Jamie? You got some people? Yeah, so I want to shout out that one. Oh, I'm going to say it wrong. I know I am, but that one push <laughs> to Valve, the French guy, because mm-hmm. uh, he's been helping me out a lot with my page and stuff. So he's been a really big inspiration as well, like with his edits. So it's mm-hmm. something I want to move more into, like, because he posts some really crazy edits. And yeah, big shout out to him for sure. Yeah, with him starting his page again, like that's, that's something like, I don't know, I'd love to get to that point as well. Like if you could just start from scratch, just think... <laughs> Like to have the have that balls is pretty cool, but yeah. So he's been helping me out a lot. I've been speaking to him a lot, but also like the I know I shouted him out last time. Curation technique. I want to shout him out again because <laughs> him and th four v th v four. You're gonna have to edit this, man. Thv <laughs> for gsv. No, it's okay. Four gsv gsv because like they I know they both like repost existing content and like but. And there's a lot of pages out there, but those the way they guys the, the way those guys do it, they've got like such a specific theme on like how they do it. And it's such it's like they've they've got consistency. Whereas I feel like a lot of other yeah. pages, like they regurgitate their stuff that they reshare. So like mm-hmm. for those you you see their pages and it's like distinct what what their content is. So like I don't know. And they're all like you message them and they reply as well. That's why I love yeah. like they they very... they've got time for people, you know. Mm-hmm. yeah no i was gonna say it's very very tight aesthetic like it's yeah, really yeah. it's very nice they've got it they've both got it to a t like they they know their style like whereas everyone else i feel like they they don't have a style they're just using using other people's content yeah yeah it's it definitely it's like you know curation it is curated you can tell they put a lot of effort into what they're posting they want to portray a certain image they want to like portray yeah, yeah. a certain aesthetic or lifestyle or whatever but yeah, it's very well put together. You got a third one? You got a third one? You got... Three. One, two, 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 curation technique. Oh, and curation, my bad. All right, it's a two for one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will shout out... Let's see. We've got... Go outside more, but more is spelled M-O-O-R-E. They're very cool. They just have recently started following me. They've been pretty active on the page. I'll go pull up as well um yeah only 50 followers oh they just posted a very cool photo that i enjoyed um yeah you know just some classic gorp the good old england boys walking around the uh the plains um and then we've got functional tree hugger it's another newer account functional underscore tree hugger um they do a lot of wild camping which is pretty sick uh so it's i was gonna meet up with him actually oh really yeah. he lives around the area yeah he lives like a st- the state next to me oh wow yeah it's very yeah. cool yeah he um he sent me a very sweet message i don't know it might embarrass him if i if i say it, but i'll say it, i might cut it out he said um uh one one of the days that he posted he was listening to the podcast because he's a avid listener he said uh thanks for being my entertainment and friend for the day and i was like oh that's so sweet thanks man yeah of course like thanks for being a part of it um 
So I'll shout out those two and then I'll shout out, oh man, I'm gonna, I, I can't remember what the period is. Camps.ite, um, criminally underrated. They do like these cool, they've got a cool aesthetic going with you like campsite logs for each one of their posts. And they have like a whole description of their backpack and you know, all the gear they're wearing and stuff. So it's, it's really nice. I really like what they got going on. Um, sweet. So I think with shout outs done, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, no. And is there anything I think I talked enough? <laughs> yeah, it's been a nice, a nice yeah. like hour and a half. Actually, honestly, probably with all the stuff we have to cut out, probably an hour. But yeah. good talking on the bus. Good talking on the bus. I, I was thinking um, like I've got nothing to talk about. Like I, I have no idea what I'm gonna say, and I've come on and I've talked longer than I've been in that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, what's happening, Jamie? Is every time you come on, I'm removing one person from the equation. So last time you had three guests. And now we have two. The next time it's just going to be you and you'll have enough to talk about the whole time. Yeah. That's when I know I've reached my final form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sweet. Well, thank you two both for coming on. Uh, but thank you two for coming on. Always a pleasure to catch up with you two. And I'd love to have you back on sometime. Yeah, thank yeah, you very much. Of course, of course.